talking about Hero Ball, the podcast exploring the multiverse of sports and entertainment. My name is Tom Jones. With me tonight, Carter Smith. What up, G Unit? What's up? Darren Caldwell is not with us tonight. He's got some friends in town. I guess some more important friends in town than us. So he's not going to be here tonight. So we thought we would do something a little different, a little off the path tonight. We are going to be reviewing the cult classic. Yes. The uh, Razzie, if it would have existed then, award winning, award winning Howard the Duck. <laughs> you want you want to explain that a little bit? So Howard the Duck, yeah. So like like you said, we're gonna be we had this idea of looking at some of these um, kind of off the beaten path comic book movies that some people might not even know were comic book movies. So some of these movies that are not in, definitely not in the mainstream. Oh, for sure. DCEU, MCU that we know and love today. So the we, we figured the perfect place to start would be <laughs> the 1986 George Lucas. Oh, executive pr- produced. produced. Howard the Duck starring Leah Thompson, uh-huh. Tim Robbins. Yep. Jeffrey Jones. Jeffrey jo- is Jeffrey Jones the bad guy? Yeah, he's the Ferris well, Bueller principal. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like well, not notorious. That's not the right word. He's like ubiqu- ubiquitous with eighties films. You see that oh, guy? Yeah. yeah. Well, and he had a kind of a running partnership with Tim Burton for a while. He's in quite a bit of Tim Burton movies. I feel um, like he's in Beetlejuice. He might be. Is- it's been a while since yeah, he's seen Beetlejuice. A, that's another good but, one. Yeah, he's he's in a lot of those. Uh, if you Google him nowadays, um, there's some not so pleasant stories that show up. Oh really? Him, so yeah. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm not going to go into details, yeah. but yeah, it's uh, he had quite the falling from grace. Oh, I didn't as know about that. But uh, yeah, this is the 15 <laughs> percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I, dude, I saw I saw that just to stop you already. I saw that and I thought. No, no. What I saw was not that on Rotten Tomatoes was the on iTunes. How many four star? It has four out of five stars with one hundred and seventy reviews. I don't know how that happened. <laughs> <laughs> it's got fifteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes and four out of five stars on iTunes. It's got a twenty-eight percent Metacritic, which is just an aggregate. What do they say? Aggregator? Where they pull Aggregate? them all? Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Is that just pulling it from different pulls critical them all. reviews? I mean, I guess Rotten Tomatoes does that too. IMDb has a 4.6 out of 10. Google okay. gives it a 72%. That's voted by uh, users and, and viewers. So, huh. it, so I don't know how to do that on YouTube. I should Google that. Oh, did I say... No, you say Google? Yeah, Google. I might have said YouTube, but I meant Google. Okay. Maybe I said Google. Oh. Uh... So I would I I would say that younger younger Tom would give it a, a good four out of five star review. Yeah, I remember seeing this movie when I was younger. I don't really remember it. It's not like it was a staple, but yeah. I do remember seeing it, and I imagine I liked it. I mean, it was just a zany 
you know, kind of a, like you said, it's in that vein of a classic 80s vibe. Oh, yeah. Action. Sure you know, it, it gives me, honestly, um, Back to the Future vibes. Uh-huh. Yep. Just the, yeah, you pick up a lot of those. The score, the humor, the action. The wardrobes yeah. for me do it a lot. It's just, just, is there, I, I can't even think of the word for how much worse this movie is than Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Howard the Duck is the yeah. first Marvel movie, Ugh. from what I understand. Well, I mean, listen, you got to crawl before you can walk, and that involves falling, and you got to fall before you can walk. This is a fall. This is a major fall. George Lucas, he did he did <laughs> Indiana Jones before this. Yeah, and uh, that's something that I thought was funny in one of the opening scene. It's going through Howard's apartment, and it's showing some of the yeah. posters on the wall, and there's right. a there's a Indiana Jones inspired yeah. looking. Everything's duck. Everything's themed. duck, though. So many duck puns. We'll get to that. Yeah, <laughs> but and there's also a um, f- splash dance. What was that movie where the girl like leans back on the chair and pulls the cord, and the water falls on top of her? Mm. There's been other movies Dirty that like, dancing mim- mimic maybe? it too. Like Deadpool know. even had a an advertisement, a poster with him doing that, and it was bullets falling down on top of him. So there was a scene and they were like that and they had a, like a female duck doing it. Yeah. Yeah. There, yeah. There's a lot of, yeah. In the, in the glimpse of the duck world that, <laughs> that we get, there is, it's, it's our world. Just everything's duck. Yeah. So somehow, uh, the duck George Lucas came up with a duck Indiana Jones. Right. Movie yep. that was identical to the the human it's world almost similar it's, to the multiverse is really what it is <laughs> there's multiple planets out there and your doppelganger is there just a little different right it's it, kind of like that except they were all your doppelgangers were all ducks yep yeah and i kind of like it was actually kind of funny when he's getting sucked out of his so so this movie <laughs> starts he, let, let me give a synopsis all real right, quick okay right. cuz i kind of let's see uh so, okay, so here, here's what happens. So I actually got this from, this is a paraphrase from, uh, from the Lucas website. It says that an interdimensional porter, portal opens up into Duck World and Howard is transported to Cleveland, of all places, <laughs> which is funny. It is funny. Well, then they even kind of mention the absurdity of that uh-huh. in the movie. Yeah. It's just this, what's Cleveland? What's Cleveland? And Cleveland. Cleveland, yeah. and, and the answer is pretty much nothing. Nothing. It's just, it's just the place you landed. <laughs> Poor Cleveland. With and a it, lot of weird-looking 80s punks. So in Cleveland, he befriends Beverly, played by Leah Thompson at that time, just coming off of uh, Back to the Future. Poor, so poor this was girl. right after Back to the Future. right after that. Oof. Yes, this was her first movie after that. Um, so he befriends Beverly and must stop the evil dark overlords from taking over the Earth. And in the end, must choose whether to stay on Earth or return to Duckland. There you go. Nice. That's your synopsis. So, yeah. The, the, so, the <laughs> beginning of the movie, he gets sucked out of Duckland. Yeah. By some just force that drags him through 
his whole world. Yeah. When he's what I was gonna say before, what I thought was kind of funny was that the shape of the world is a shape of an egg. <laughs> it's an egg shaped sure. world. Did they just carry the duck pun theme all the way through? Well, the, so the thing is about this movie, it's it's rated PG, uh-huh. and we know rating the rating systems changed in the last. Oh yeah, twenty years. Yeah, if you watch Goonies, like there's a lot of cursing in Goonies, mm-hmm. and that would never be what is it what it's rated. So the thing that stuck out when I and it's right off the bat, it's the opening scene. The the opening credits are still kind of popping up here and there, and Howard sits down with a play duck. Right. And and he opens it he up. opens it up and yeah. and it's straight up duck nudity. Yeah. Like it shows it. Right. Which is. Weird. It's baffling and uncomfortable and <laughs> just so, it's so, so weird. And then not only that, and but they, he actually goes, hello, my airbrushed beauty. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's creepy. It's, oh, it's, it's, there's a lot of creepy moments in this movie. And Immediately I, it, after it, that. Well, I was going to say, they double down when he's do. getting sucked through all these uh, different apartments and kind of through the world. Yeah. He goes through a, a, a bathroom where there's a... A, du- a duck, duck bathing. Uh huh. More duck nudity. Yeah. Up close. Her top is above the bubbles. Yeah. It's so it's, it's strange. strange. It's so, so strange. Weird. Yeah. And somebody had to make these costumes and these puppets that they use because this is this is li- live action. Um, you know, practical effects. This was before they used CG. I mean, and they actually had people in them, didn't they? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think they did. Mm-hmm. Right. It wasn't like, yeah. And so, yeah, it's just so weird. It's like, what am I looking like? <laughs> is, I can't show this to my kids even. Like, I, So to you stay know? On, on that theme, um, it gets even weirder when like bestiality, maybe oh. overselling it. Dude. Right. I've got that in my notes. But, just, just, but, but that is no. what's going on. It is. It's, it's she terrible. Is uh, Leah Thompson's character, Beverly, f- has a thing for Howard. By the way, his name is Howard T. Duck. Is the T stand for the? Anyways. Oh, but on it, the mail in the beginning, maybe. it goes Howard T. Duck. So anyways, Leah Thompson has a thing for him. And like, you know, pretends seduces him in bed. Gives him a kiss on the beak. From there on, there's like a, a Sam and Diane unspoken thing, sometimes spoken, and it's uncomfortable. And if you think about the movie, you're going, hmm, he's a duck, and you're a human woman. Now, he may be anthropomorphic, but he's still a duck. Right. It's still, it's still weird. She even... F- <laughs> In the it's like I yeah. feel weird even talking he, about he it. He but- falls asleep. Yeah, and she's rummaging through his wallet, and there's some humorous things, you know, just the, the driver's license pulls out a dollar bill of uh, George, George Washington. Washington, but he's a duck, he's so a duck. back to the just... All the credit cards are duck-themed things, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, there's a Mallard joke in there, there's, mm-hmm. yeah, they're all duck-themed, more puns. Right, and then more uncomfortable moments. <laughs> she pulls out she a condom, not even out a package, but pulls no, out a condom. Just a, condom a little tiny duck condom howard oh man <laughs> what is this like who wrote this <laughs> and, and that's like the first signed off minutes. on i know it's just george lucas threw his good money at it i don't know and i'm not familiar with the comics yeah um i looked up a little bit just to kind of try to get some some 
some sort of idea of where they were coming from. Um, I imagine some of the humor and maybe some of the more adult-natured humor maybe was out of the comic books. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I know um, in the comics he's a pretty crass uh, duck. I mean, when you see him in Guardians of the Galaxy, that's more of a true representation of who he is. Right. You know, you're out of luck until you go duck. Right. And he's got, like, the way he looks even is, is a truer representation. Yeah. In the comics, he looks a little bit like Daffy Duck. He does? Yeah. Uh, just, just, I mean, just visually, which... I mean, he's a duck. It's I mean, I wouldn't say, like, really. exactly, but he looks more like Daffy Duck than he does in this movie. In this movie, he just right. looks like a duck. Just He looks like Howard the Duck yeah. from the movies that we know. Kind of an oversized duck wearing a yeah. suit. But, uh, so, I know some of these, some of these comics that we're, that we're gonna get into in future episodes and stuff, like, uh, have that kind of... It's almost like they're not in the mainstream for a reason, and mm-hmm. it's not necessarily that the character is not appealing, but it's more that there is an adult theme to it, or there's maybe violence. And so, like I said, I I wish I could talk more about the comics, but I don't I don't know a ton. But yeah, I imagine maybe that's where some of that's pulled from. And so if you t- take that, it's like okay, it makes sense. But when I'm looking at it, and I. I of course, like we said, the rating systems change, but you're looking, it's as a PG movie. You just don't expect that, I guess. So it, all that stuff caught me off guard. And I don't nec- I don't really remember that from when I watched it as a kid. Maybe, yeah, maybe so I saw it on TV. I remember it I as know. a kid, but it, it wasn't, you know, prepubescent. It, it's not anything. Well, even as an adult now, it's not anything. But it was just part of the movie as a kid. What I enjoyed as a kid growing up and I used to rent this movie from the store a lot so I mean when I saw it today like I was remembering things before they happened going oh geez I've seen this movie way too many times if I can remember what's coming up next or what somebody's going to say next right um and as a kid man I just um I really enjoyed uh the part where who's who's the protagonist in this one not the dark overlord but the guy he like the body that he from oh, uh, uh, Jeffrey Jones. Yeah, Jeffrey yeah. Jones. When he's still the doctor. No, when he gets taken over by the dark overlord okay. and like the deep raspy voice that he uses and mm-hmm. and uh, the things that like happen to him, the tentacle thing that comes out of his mouth and right. The, so this is just for the scene. listeners. This, these dark overlords take over this he he was a doctor trying to help howard figure out how to get home yeah and then through um kind of a lab the, the experiment gone wrong it was the same the same interdimensional portal that pulled howard from duck world pulled one of these dark overlords from the planet they were on right and so and, it and inhabited it, the body like it needed a host and it inhabited the body of the scientist that was performing it right yeah yeah and then Tim Robbins uh, is another scientist. He looks 25 in this movie. You know, the thing about Tim Robbins is I'm just watching this thinking about his performance in the Shawshank Redemption Uh and how incredible it is. Uh Andy Dufresne. Yeah, so good. Great book, great movie. And then I just can't like separate the two. 
So that was kind of rough on me. <laughs> it is weird seeing him in these older movies, or uh, if you've ever seen High Fidelity, he's in that. Mm. And it's so strange seeing him in these like off the beat movies when you know him from Shawshank Redemption and other, you know, good, good movies. Yeah. Right. So I'm looking at my notes here. Yeah. And I just have quick things jotted and some of them I don't really remember what I was. What you were thinking. Yeah. Yeah. What I was thinking, but But we can talk about it. I just had this fun. (laughs) 80s punks are stupid looking. Yeah. You texted me that. (laughs) I'm just like looking at, they're supposed to be like intimidating are, now, just, listen, are you talking about the boys or the girls? Because there was both in this one. I'm talking more of the the guys that yeah. are like, you know, the kind of just have like in the, the alley. Yeah. I don't know. There's just this like... The style of the clothes they wear. Oh, it's so stupid. But I'm not even just talking aesthetically because it's like, well, whatever. I know they're trying to be a little over the top, I'm sure. Yeah, for sure. But just the dialogue, the way they're acting, I'm just like, it's... People don't actually act like this. They're acting... No, correct. Yeah, absolutely. They're acting like you would expect punks to act in an alley, like in an 80s movie. In a, exactly, in a movie. Exactly it. Not how 80s punks in an alley would actually act. So related act. to that, I think that we should bring back some 80s slang. I really appreciated the use of geek in this movie. Geek. Like, who are you, geek? Things like that. <laughs> or, the, or the phrase, waste him waste him when they're on the motorcycle yeah that's right you howard know. lands on this motorcycle with these two punk girls is that the part you're thinking of uh i don't recall where it was but i heard the phrase also when i was rewatching um the breakfast club okay he said something like do it again and you're wasted like do oh, we yeah. just have to bring back this phrase wasted waste and him. waste him or i'll waste you i like it <laughs> so, i'm down with that. it's so awesome the, waste the, you um leah thompson plays in a all-girl punk band yep that's in my notes. Dude, those were hot in the 80s. Yeah. You know what? Bangles. Yeah. Yep. Heart. Yeah. They were huge. It's in, yeah, I wish we true. had more 80s rock bands now, because those ones in the 80s, do they still live on? They're good. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this was really Leah Thompson singing or not. You know, I listened. It probably I kinda, not, but... I kind of thought it was, maybe but I wasn't was. sure. I should have done better research. Also, did you <laughs> see that Holly Robinson Pete is in her band? Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. You know who um, who Rodney Pete is, former NFL quarterback Rodney Pete. Mm-hmm. He retired, I don't know, maybe like five plus years ago at this point. Holly is his wife, and she did a lot of acting going growing up. She was in Hanged with Mr. Cooper. Ooh. Yeah. So she was in Hanged with Mr. Cooper and in 21 Jump Street. So when I saw her in this, as a kid, though, I didn't know who she was, you know. But I remember her from Hanging with Mr. Cooper, and now she does stuff with her husband, they have foundations. And actually, I just saw a commercial with both of them the other day. Right on. Holly Robinson Pete. How weird. Yeah. Small world. Yep. Who knew that days later you'd be reviewing Howard the Duck? I know, dude. <laughs> so, the, the one thing was the two positives. Yeah. Well, I don't want to sound like just the two positives because, um, you know, I have nothing bad to say about all female punk rock bands. That's no. awesome. But, uh, uh-oh. I was going to say, the the things I liked were her voice was really good. So I was going to say, I don't know if that was really Leah Thompson singing or not, but whoever it was, I liked that. Yeah, I was like, that's not bad for a cheesy. For a cheesy. Whatever, you know, just the the classic 80s, um, you know, number that's thrown in. Oh, absolutely. You got to have that. But then the other thing was uh, when she's leaving the gig for the first time, she's got a Misfits. 
patch on her guitar case. <laughs> and Misfits are the Misfits are one of my favorite bands of all time. Yeah. So, so I had I noticed that and I said, okay, I'm down with that. So she That's had good. you a hello. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. no, that was good. And then so back to the uncomfortable things. Okay, you got more. Speaking of this scene, she's oh. leaving the gig. The oh, yeah. gig. The first kind of connection she has with with Howard. Howard. Yep. So I guess I'll just put it bluntly. Howard stops a rape. Uh huh. And that in itself is just such a weird like plot. Like driving the, the like, two um, the two punks in the th- in the alley. Right. Yeah. They yeah. they try to. Right. They try to like attack her after the show. Yeah. Yeah. And Howard hiding in a trash can, uh, just wants to be left alone. Gets up and he, and he gets up and he stops it and he does quack foo on him. Quack foo, which is fine. <laughs> like yeah, okay. But I just think that like the the they chose that to be the kind of and they don't go far into it they just make it your typical uh here's some guys that are going to approach a girl in an alley after a show but the insinuation is there yeah the guy the, the insinuation is, is there though yeah and it's by their cat know, calls just, and, and what they're saying there's yeah. just a lot of uncomfortable moments in this movie that like all the way through there was something where i thought okay it's settling down at, in that area and then they yeah. would just throw something else in well so, and then even after on? that to, you have the gratuitous like bed scene with beverly and right. howard howard the duck well and then howard goes to get a job goes get a job and he's given a job in a very seedy oh, massage yeah, parlor and i forgot about that too like with, as a kid i'm watching it today going oh, am i gonna have to hide my phone at work like what yeah what's this scene i don't remember this scene just so he gets a job in a very seedy massage parlor with yeah i mean massaging uh, in quotes yeah exactly for sure and he One of those decides he doesn't want to do it parlors. which you know props to howard for <laughs> <laughs> he don't uh, want to pick up all the nasty stuff and go into the water yeah yeah i forgot about that you're right there are a lot of scenes that you're like why is this in the film what does this have to do with the story yeah and really nothing it's just there for the sake of gratuity it's just there to have it in there right and i feel like in i mean some maybe ways i mean that with the like the the kind of underbelly theme that the that the comics take maybe that's what it is but yeah it's uh it's just kind of silly in the movie yeah I didn't like that. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I forgot about that I scene. I didn't like this movie so at all. So you texted me during the like... film, because you watched it, I think, yesterday. Right. And I watched it today. And you think you texted me, and you're like, I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> yeah. Even today as I'm watching it, I keep pressing my phone, seeing how much time I have left. Like, yep. Oh my gosh, will you just get over already? Yeah. 40 minutes, I can do it. I can do 40 more minutes. Okay, we can do it. And it drags. It's like, <laughs> Jeez. when they... So they make their way back to after the after the dark overlords have taken over this doctor's body and he's yeah. kind of out on a tear. Yeah, he's out on a tear. He's got um, lightning bolts. And, and his, out of his goal eyes now and... is to bring the rest the of the rest of the overlords, the overlords down to earth. Yep. So he's on this tear and conquer the earth, and it goes and goes. It takes a and while goes. for them to drive back to the to the lab. Well, because first he has to go get energy, so he goes to a nuclear power plant to get energy. That's a whole rabbit trail that they go down then they come back to the science lab where the laser telescope thing is that they shot up into outer space and it takes a long time to get there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so 
yeah this movie sucked it sucked it's <laughs> this terrible this movie's terrible um so why don't give it can you say anything positive so the positives it? let me so my positives were i didn't mind the music as cheesy as that was the yeah. songs themselves were yeah the ending credit howard the duck songs good right hmm? um i liked the most of the duck puns were silly clever <laughs> um i'm looking through my notes oh, looking gosh. for because most of these are negative yeah uh, i i have leah thompson as a misfits patch on her guitar case that's <laughs> positive a, that's a positive positive um why is this movie only rated pg okay <laughs> There's a couple of DC references, which is oh. interesting because this is a Marvel co- uh, oh, okay. book. It's a Marvel movie. I, I can't um, think of those. What so those? They're, they're just quick, kind of just... There's a part where Tim Robbins says to him, it's a bird, it's a plane, it's a duck. Uh-huh. It's a reference okay. to the, That's right, right in the 1940s mm-hmm. uh, Superman. Yep. It's in our intro as well. Yep. Um, and then there's a clip on tv this isn't a dc reference but it's a warner brothers reference there's a clip on tv that he sees of daffy the duck uh-huh. which is a warner brothers property, there's also a which biblical owns, reference in it which is that he says in the very beginning the narrator oh yes says, in, in the, the beginning, beginning was howard the duck yeah, that's like <laughs> what and then an awesome graphic displays yeah. and like think there's like uh an explosion behind it yeah and then it's um, really over the top. I have, I I do enjoy '80s practical effects, even though they're so bad looking and they're clearly fake. Yeah, there's something to be said about practical effects over just the CGI nowadays. Some CGI can be done really, really well, but if it's not done really well, that bugs me more Could than yeah. than like a bad looking puppet or well, or suit or something. So I'll kind of take this angle on it. Um, the the special effects in this movie, like when the Overlord has, um, you know, whatever laser beam shooting out of his eyes, when he's glowing with radiation, there's a couple other things that he does. Those actually don't bother me because no. in the 80s, they knew their limitations and they knew they couldn't make it look 100%. And so it just looks how it looks and you have to deal with it. And so it's completely fine. That's why it holds up. I don't look at it and go, right. well, it doesn't look as good as it tw- in 2018. Mm-hmm. They're not trying to make it look perfect. They're just doing the best they could at the time. And so exactly. even for me, the CGI of, of those things holds up. Even when I watch uh, like Star Wars or something, it just holds up because the the CGI effects it is what it is at the day. So you just watch it with a lens of the era. But when the... I watch modern stuff okay, and I see things that are wrong cgi see bad cgi like uh this one just comes to mind the fight scene in black panther right i'm watching the movie and i had heard rumblings about the fight scene being bad before i went in the movie's fantastic mm-hmm. love it story's great and then the fight scene comes and i'm on i'm sitting there going dude they could have cut this this looks terrible mm-hmm. like this is so bad it almost drags this movie down because right. it's right at the end and you remember things at the end yeah so things like that where it's like this. Is terrible. Well, and Anyways. like you said, when you in your mind can tell yourself, "I know this can look better. I know the technology is there to make this look better." That's why it bugs you, as opposed to these older movies where it's like, "Well, I." It's like your head just kind of tells you, "I know they this couldn't look better." Yeah. So no, it doesn't. Just... Yeah, that and, and that's. 
I can agree with you. I there thought the for practical the most effects part, are pretty good. Like I always thought, Howard looks like a pretty good duck. He doesn't look oh, like the, a person the suit wearing a duck. Looks fine. I it's don't have any problem suit. with that. Yeah. And I, like I said, that's that's on my my pros as opposed to my cons. Is that eighties practical effects are just kind of fun. Yeah. And um, you know, it when the Dark Overlord kind of. Uh, becomes his true self and he's oh, yeah. not in the host body anymore. Right. It really reminded me of this because it's a big stop motion claymation looking uh-huh. uh, monster thing. Yeah. Um, reminds me of Ghostbusters, you know, and and just the, the climax of the movie gave me that vibe. Like you can tell this is a George Lucas, like it's a high, for the, for the time, it's a high production movie oh i bet i bet um, it probably costs a, a lot with everything that it the, yeah the practical effects and the yep. cgi and so even the story and the dialogue and and the acting like it's all terrible you can tell this was a high budget george lucas like you know i'm sure they were hoping for this to be a blockbuster i don't think it did well at the time either uh, i don't I, think so you know. no um so uh my final note just says overall Complete trash heap of a movie. <laughs> Complete trashy what? Just a trash heap of a movie. Oh, a trash heap. Yeah. yeah. Just, oh, absolutely. I, I found very, very, very little redemption in any of it. I text you a skull emoji and a sleeping emoji after this was over. Yep. Like it, it was like I'm dead. This is boring. Yeah. It was. It's terrible. So I uh, rented it from iTunes for two ninety nine. You can rent it on YouTube for one ninety nine. Um, real quick, I want to talk about some of the modern Howard the Duck uh, I, news and stuff that are out there. Oh, yeah. So, in researching this uh, film, amazingly, there is a podcast on iTunes dedicated to it. And we're going to give it some free pub here because, I mean, if you're dedicating a podcast to this show... Uh, Not just an episode. No, no, no. It it's is. called Howard the Duck Tells Podcast. And it's called, it's uh, Podcast HTD, Howard the Duck. That's their, t- their Twitter handle. I'm getting a phone call from Ogden. Is this you calling me right now? Um, oh, jeez. It is not. I don't know who it is. Anyways, it says, uh, One Crazy Movie, One Minute at a Time, starring the dudes who are recording it. And they record it in Missouri, so I don't know why. But... um. They're taking the movie one minute at a time and recording a podcast about it, talking about <laughs> the movie. Breaking down one, one minute. Si- at a one time. Minute. I don't know how this concept got into their head. I don't know how two people agreed that this was a good idea, but these dudes got a podcast about it, and you can find it. Search on iTunes for Howard the Duck, and you'll find the podcast. That's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. I, yeah, serious props to them because this movie is. I mean. I don't know. I, I know we don't want to get back into this, but right. I just like I like movies that are just surreal and bizarre and, and and just have that I don't know, just that vibe to it, but like I couldn't even get past you know what I mean? It like it just didn't land in that category even yeah. for me. So the the fact that these dudes are repping it as hard as they are so man. Good, and then good for I them just, yeah and i mean listen they got more twitter followers than we do so Ooh. i'm definitely not making Ooh. fun of them no <laughs> so doing howard the duck um 
I don't have the screenshot anymore, but I think you sent it to me or I sent it to you about Leah Thompson. So yeah, let me if you got that because I mean I I've heard rumors of that, and I know who I'm casting blame on, but you can talk about it first. So uh, you mentioned earlier, Howard the Duck has resurfaced in recent films. He has been featured in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. Just yep. Easter eggs, but. Post- Post, uh, post credit, that's right. Well, no, post credit in the first one, and then uh, an actual scene on the second one. Yeah, when yeah. they went to Parallaxia or Trilaxia yeah. or whatever that planet was. And so, um, as you referenced earlier, we've seen Howard the Duck in updated version. It looks pretty cool. looks a lot yeah. more like, the, you know. It does. Like the comics, like the quick vibe you get from them seems uh-huh. very, um, like I said, I don't know the comics, but I assume that kind of cynical kind of sarcastic and that was one thing right. about this the 1986 Howard the Duck is the cynical sarcastic vibe didn't come across like um lovable to me like I I didn't like the character at all but it's he like, didn't come across as cynical as I think he, they were trying though either because in the comic it. books he's supposed to be pretty cynical pretty edgy and and this one, they did have him smoking a cigar. But, but you can have that and have the character likable. Right. But this one was kind of like they, they it was like a swing and a miss, I guess is how I'd yeah. say it. Yeah, I guess. Because there was right. there. Like I I could see what they were trying to do. It just didn't hit it for me. So so Howard the Duck is currently, I guess technically in the MCU. Yeah, he's in the MCU. So for sure. um knowing that, um, I guess Leah Thompson, Marvel has taken a meeting with Leah Thompson, and she's pitching um, a reboot. Howard the Duck 2. Uh, yeah. She did that I, back in June. It, I don't... Is it supposed to be Howard the Duck 2, or is it a reboot? Uh, well, the, I don't... Oh, it's a reboot. You're so, right. So this... Uh, this I'll just read this quick little oh. blip here. It says... Back to the Future star turned director Leah Thompson, who headlined 1986's live-action Marvel Comics adaptation, Howard the Duck, pitched her reboot starring the anthropomorphic (laughs) duck to Marvel (laughs) Studios, and they, quote, loved it. Oh, that that quote scares me. (laughs) Oh, you don't have faith in Feige? Comicbook.com does say that obviously this means that he survived Thanos' snap. <laughs> <laughs> He's in the universe. It's got to go back to that, right? That's true. That's um, true. Listen, I, I don't... I I trust Feige. Is this going to be part of the MCU, though? I mean, we don't know yet. But honestly, I don't want to see a Howard the Duck MCU... Uni- well, it's redundant. MCU film. If they want to do a standalone thing and try it, I'm okay with that. I got. I just want Howard the Duck to live in 1986 like it lives. I, I don't want to. I don't want to reboot. Now, I blame James Gunn for this. He's the one who had to go digging through the archives and reintroduce Howard the Duck in the Easter egg in the first one, and people loved it. And they're oh, we haven't seen Howard the Duck in. Shoot, whatever, however many is that? 30 30 years. You know, we haven't seen him in 30 years. And then he releases Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and he's in that one as well. So he doubles down, gets people even more excited. And then all of a sudden, there's talk out there of 
they should do another Guardians movie. Everything touches, everything Marvel touches is gold. But well, they are doing another uh, Guardians. I'm not. No, I mean another Howard the Duck oh, okay. movie. I see. And uh, I, I just think it's a bad idea. I, hmm. I, uh, I it don't hate it. Worries me, man. It worries me. I don't hate it because it's not. From my perspective, if there's a, a movie that lives in a certain time, that is a good movie, and you just are like, don't, don't touch it. Like you brought up the Goonies earlier. Yeah. It's like the Goonies was the Goonies. Please don't try to make a sequel. What are the, they're all in their forties and fifties. I got a better. Don't one. make a reboot. Like let the Goonies live. But for me, Howard the Duck is trash. So it's like, Absolutely. hey, give us. <laughs> if you can make it better, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Huh. And not only that, but he is an obscure character in some Absolutely. ways. Oh yeah. And time after time after time, especially Marvel, has proved they can go above and beyond with these obscure characters, make them hits, make the make good movies yep. um, for you know, first and foremost. And uh, so for me personally, yeah, and plus true. we've already had the little the, the teases. And so to me it's something yeah. that I could potentially get excited about. So I don't hate it. Um, instead of Goonies, I would say Point Break. Why do they got to ruin Point Break with a terrible sequel? Right. So bad. Um, Adam's Family Values. Actually, I liked that one better. Never mind. Yeah. I take it back. You like that one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Yep. Yeah. I got my 80s punk version Ninja Turtles right up here on my shelf. I'm looking at those. Yeah, I had plenty of TMNT toys when I was a kid, man. Had the whole subway system. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You put the ooze through the top. I never had that, but I, I remember commercials for that. It was dope. Yeah. It was pretty cool. That was like the big Christmas gift that year. It was oh, yeah. always like, and wait, there's more. Oh, yeah. And mom and dad bring it out. Did yeah. Was it wrapped? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah, I just in a big box. We, we've talked Christmas traditions before. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. always like the major gift for when I was growing up. The major gift was never wrapped. Oh, okay. So it was always this like, whoa, like you just see it instantly. Yeah. And yeah, so I was just curious. Dude. Well, anything else for Howard the Duck? I think I'm about Howard <laughs> the Duck out, dude. I want a refund on my two ninety nine. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you Terrible. know, so I was going to say. Uh, I'm just glad, I just, hope my, my uh, iTunes receipt, though, doesn't say like when it comes through my, my ledger, I hope it doesn't say like Howard the Duck on it. Just as iTunes purchase. I don't want anybody to know yeah. what I purchased. Well, I was just going to say, um, just for the listeners, the way I watched this movie was the DVD I own, <laughs> given as a gift from you. <laughs> from me, baby. It got it's probably like in a $2 it was DVD in the five, bin. It was in the $5 bin at Walmart. Here's yeah. the crazy thing about, if we're talking prices real quick, I bought it for you for $5 at Walmart. You can buy it on iTunes. And this was a while ago. This wasn't was, for this podcast. No, it was like this five was, months ago. Yeah. I just picked it up for you. Or you can buy it for fourteen ninety nine on iTunes. What? Come on now. Come on now. I had a hard time paying two ninety nine to rent it. Yep. Fifteen dollars. Anyway. Eesh. Gosh. Um. What should we do next? Let's do Rocketeer next. The Rocketeer. Yeah, I like that. That's a good one. That's another. Uh, you got the comic sit- right here in front of you. Yeah. The comic's yeah. sitting right here. Um, we should do the Rocketeer next. That'd be a good one. Yeah, this would be good. Rocketeer's cool. It's a... Uh, I think this was just kind of its own... This wasn't Marvel. IDW? So this must have been its own... 
I'm on the spot right here. Yeah, it's fine. Trying to think, but uh, it was picked up by Disney. Disney made the classic Rocketeer film. Such a good one. Oh, dude, it's fun. It's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Let's do that for our, our next, uh, not our next episode, but our next uh, review we'll just special. Rope, rope D into it, man. He'll yeah. He'll come along with oh, us. Oh, he'll be down with the Rocketeer. All right, man. Take us out. Take us out. All right. Well, if you got any comments about Howard the Duck, if you ever saw it as a kid and want to comment with us, you can do that on Twitter at the Hero Ball Pod. Um, until then, we'll be back next week with Darren. He'll be back. His, I guess, truer friends will be gone, and he can come back hanging out with us lower people. Right. Yeah. We love you, D. We miss you tonight, buddy. Until next time, keep chucking. <laughs>